Hi guys, welcome back. This is episode five of season two. We have a very special guest. Liz Marie Galvan is going to inspire us on what entrepreneurship can look like and what it can aspire to even in 2021. If you would rather watch this in video form, there's a link to my YouTube video of this same recording in the show notes. And if you haven't yet subscribed, please find me, the Simple Doesn't Mean Easy podcast on your favorite podcast player, because I would love to see you there. I'm Michelle Visser, author of Sweet Maple and creator of the blog and YouTube channel Solely Rested, because sometimes the only rest you can find is in your soul. Welcome back to the Simple Doesn't Mean Easy podcast, where we talk about how to simplify our lives in the midst of modern day life, one step at a time. Let's do this together. All right. Thanks so much for joining me today, Liz. I'm so excited. Let me officially introduce you. I have like this little thing written because there's so many things about you I love. I knew I would forget something. So, okay. First of all, guys, I have been following Liz Marie Galvan from lizmarieblog.com forever. And she's an amazing interior designer. Seriously, I look at what you do and I just go, someday, if I could ever do that. (laughs) But the really cool thing is, Liz, you are not afraid to show the messy side. And that really makes me feel good that, okay, even Liz has a giant mess before it gets pretty, right? Um, But she is restoring her 1800s fixer-upper farmhouse out in Michigan. And it is absolutely gorgeous. You have it filled with bright white and amazing vintage finds. Love it, love it. But my favorite two things are your vintage apothecary cabinet that's like this centerpiece of your living room. Gorgeous. And then you go into your kitchen. In fact, I can see it behind you there a little bit. I've never seen that side of it. Hey, (laughs) so cool. Instead of the kitchen island, Liz has this awesome repurposed store counter from like an old country store, right? Yes. Yeah. It's actually from an old apothecary store that we found. Wow. I absolutely love it. So cool. And then on top of that, Liz is an author. She has her dreamy book, The Cozy White Cottage. And then she has a brand new children's book, which I really want you to tell us about today called We Belong to Each Other. And I don't know how you do it. You blog daily over at lizmarieblog.com. I don't know how you do it all. Lots of help. Um, Okay. But most of all, honestly, what I've really been touched about is your whole journey through your heartache and your losses with your infertility and your miscarriages. And somehow you kind of kept things together. You kept things running. And in the end, it led to this joyous adoption of your adorable son, Copeland. I saw that he took over your stories. Like he hacked your stories today. He did. He does that. <laughs> so cute. Okay. Well, tell us about your children's book. First thing it's called, we yeah. belong to each other, right? Yes. First of all, thank you so much for having me and for that oh, introduction. It's hard to listen to things about myself, but that was very kind. And um, thank you for all your kind words. But yeah, so two weeks ago, we launched our book, We Belong to Each Other. It is a kid's book that follows our sheep, Grace. We have 10 sheep here on the farm. And our first sheep, her name was Grace. She was actually rejected by her mother. And so we took her in, we actually took her into our farmhouse and we bottle fed her. And um, this book follows her journey as she came to the farm and um, she realized no one here looked like her. There were cats and there were bees and 
um, a bunch of things, but no sheep. And so it follows her journey as she realizes it's not looks that make a family, it's love. Mm. So beautiful. I love it. And it speaks so closely to a little child. They can understand this idea. I love it. Yeah. And it's funny, Jose actually dreamt the book up about three-ish years ago. And this was even before we started down the path of adoption. He had a dream about this book and he woke up and he said, like, don't talk to me. I need to write this all down. So he typed it all up. Wow. While I was writing my book, Cozy White Cottage, um, we had spoken to the publisher about this dream and about everything. And um, we didn't know if it would go anywhere. And um, they decided this year, or right at the beginning of 2020, actually, that they wanted to um, publish it. And at that time, we had our son Copeland. And so it's funny how the book has such strong ties to adoption, but it was the book was born before we even decided to adopt. So it was a very full circle moment. So awesome. And Jose, by the way, if anybody somehow doesn't know, is your awesome husband who is so involved. And so I just love that he's so much a part of what you do. Yes, he is. And um, our son's name is Copeland. So if we didn't introduce everyone, we have three dogs here on the farm that we should introduce. Um, We have three (laughs) dogs, 10 sheep, a million bees, and Uh um, a bunch of other things going on in the farm. So always right all the time it never and then the old house i mean we have an old house that was built in 1800 as well it never stops never yeah it is never ending but that's the kind of life that we like we like things to be exciting we never get bored so absolutely so okay the season of the current podcast that we are on right now is all about entrepreneurship and i have so many folks reaching out to me telling me how much they appreciate this topic because it's giving them a starting point. So I have a lot of people that haven't actually even jumped on this bandwagon of creating a brand or opening a store or whatever it is they want to do, but they're getting some inspiration from wonderful folks like you coming on and giving just tips and tricks. And I think the first thing I'd like to ask you is any tips you have or telling us how you kept things going in the midst of all the heartache that you were dealing with. I mean, I can't even imagine. Yeah, so I think that's super exciting that there are so many people reaching out about entrepreneurship because it's something that Jose and I have always been so passionate about. Um, I've been blogging now for um, a little over 10 years, and when I first started, um, I wasn't making money from it, but I had big dreams for this blog and this platform. And so it has grown to be a full-time job for us. And I think the number one thing is just having that passion and just knowing how much work goes into it. But knowing, I mean, now when people start a blog um, 10 plus years ago, we didn't know that we could make a living from blogging. It just wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. And so now people know when they get into it, you know, you can turn this into a job, but there needs to be that passion behind it. And I think that's what kept me going. So we were on a very long infertility journey um, and we experienced 10 miscarriages. Mm-hmm. And I think what kept me going during that was needing to get out of that dark place. And what kept me going was that passion. And I knew that, um, I wanted to keep busy and I needed to keep busy, but that passion really drove that. And it's very interesting. Um, every time we miscarried, 
there was something big that came right after it. Mm -hmm. So what, you know, just for example, um, one time that we miscarried, um, this farmhouse went on the market and we moved in here. And then another time, um, we miscarried the opportunity to start our brick and mortar store, the found cottage came up. Mm -hmm. And so it was really interesting by me keep like, I kept going and every time there was like this big thing that would come up. So, um, that really kept me motivated. That's awesome. Very cool. Okay. So somebody who is just starting out, first of all, like you said, they have to have a passion and realize that's, what's going to keep them going. What would you give them any tips for just a random from your own experience? If they're just starting off, where do they start? That's a great question. And something that I've always said, because I get asked that almost daily is to just do it. I think oftentimes we get in our own heads and we're sitting there thinking about the consequences or, and I'm not saying to go out there and make these like large life altering decisions, you know, like putting all of this money into something, but just taking that leap of faith and just doing it if it's in your means um, and getting out of your own head, you know, not thinking of like what could happen if it fails or what are people going to think of me? Um, which of course we're all human. We do that daily. I do that daily still, totally. but taking that big leap. And for our store, the found cottage, um, that's our brick and mortar store. We, I went in with two business partners and we each put in four grand and that's all we put into our store to start. Wow. That's it. And wow. it was one of those things where we, we, we okay. So I'm really quick at math. So literally $12,000 was it. Right? That's three of you. All that started the found cottage. Wow. And we wish we could have started bigger. Um, you know, it would have been really cool, like to have like better signage and, you know, more of this, but it's that it's just doing it with what you have in that moment. And that's how the found cottage was born. And it's grown into something bigger than we could have ever imagined. And, um, it's something that we're super passionate about, but we, it just took us taking that leap of faith. Very good point. And to do with what you have. I love it. That's, that's a perfect tip. Yeah. Um, um, so what, if you've had any, maybe you haven't, (laughs) what struggles have you overcome? Like what big challenge have you overcome as a content creator? You know, I know you have your brick and mortar, but online even. So many, um, I, we were just, Jose and I were just talking this morning about how it seems like the internet right now is kind of the wild west. Like Mm. You're kind of like grabbing at things. You don't know where to go. There's a lot of new. It's a good point because there's so much, right? There is, and it's it's you can choose your path right now. It's like the Oregon Trail. Like Mm. you can choose your path to go down right now, but you cannot see the end of that path. You know, you're. Do I create content for TikTok? Do I stay in stories? Do I keep blogging every day? There's you can choose your own path right now. Um, for us, I think the struggle is knowing that you constantly need to be adapting to the internet. Um, I have had a lot of um, peers that don't want to adapt and that's okay too, but there is this point where you need to start adapting to new things to be seen by new people and to keep growing. Um, For instance, Instagram was not a thing when I started blogging. And I remember at the beginning, a lot of people mocked Instagram and they were like, why are people on this Mm. platform? Mm. And I think that's why I grew because I, I got on there really early and I, 
I loved it. It was mm. a visual app where Facebook was more words. Yeah. I'm more of a visual person. I'm not great yeah. with words. So I think that's a great example. Of, I disagree uh, though. I think you're great with words. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to say that Instagram. <laughs> oh no, no, no. It is so much more visual. I love it too. And I also think it allows you to connect to your followers in ways Facebook never did, you know? Totally. I, the relationships on Instagram, um, are like none other, yeah. um, you know, people comment on blogs, but that's kind of a thing of a past. I feel like Instagram, um, connects more people and it's made me feel more connected to my community. Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent. Okay. So you've mentioned a few times, tell us a little bit more about your brick and mortar store, the found cottage. It's in Hudsonville. Is that right? Michigan? Yeah. Yes. Hudsonville, Michigan. We also sell online, which um, is something that we really picked up in 2020 when we had mm -hmm. to, um, here in Michigan, we were, um, uh, closed down for a really long time, yeah. um, which really shut down a lot of businesses here. Um, so, but the Fountain Cottage is in Hudsonville, Michigan, and it is a, um, a gathering of items old and new. We have a lot of like new home decor, um, from furniture to, um, decor items, things like that. And then we also have a lot of old items, which is kind of what we're known for is our antiques. And, and they're that gorgeous. <laughs> that's something that we're really uh, proud of. And um, then we also have boutique clothing as well and gifts. So we do a lot of gift items. So we, it's really a, a huge selection. But um, one thing I think is really cool about our store is that it's a lot of um, makers and pickers from around the country. So they're not just from Michigan and they have little storefronts within our store. So that's something new that we've added. Um, we used to style everything together, but we decided in 2019 to allow each maker and picker to have their own little storefront, which showcases their style. And that's been a huge hit, so. Yeah, and, and you know, I mean, in the midst of 2020, I heard a number a few months ago that it was more than 200,000 small businesses that closed their door, which is absolutely unbelievable. You know, it's just that our country would go through something like that and see that kind of result. But then here you are, you know, combining your mercantile and your other store and you're growing and you're expanding in all these ways. I have people that have sent me messages since I started the season saying, you know, are you going to talk at all about brick and mortar? Because I just, I want to understand how to have my online presence, but I really want an actual shop like in my town and I want to know how to connect them. So a few people have asked me this and when you agreed to come on right away, I'm like, oh, I got to ask Liz Marie this because you do this. So how do you connect your online presence to your store? Yes, I, I honestly think we live in this time where that connection is really easy to make once you invest in the right equipment. So for our store, the found cottage, we had some things online um, and we, we would, we more catered to the in-person person. Well, when COVID happened and we had to close, we had to really adapt really quickly, or we would have been one of the 200,000. Mm -hmm. um, I, I feel so bad for people that had to shut their doors and that passion um, to watch that, um, shut down it that's devastating and my heart goes out to them and the people that have their doors still open um 
I also feel for them because the we had to adapt quickly and you and to do that we had to invest a lot of money during this pandemic um but we what we did was right beforehand we had um purchased this system that had our online inventory mixed with our in-store inventory hmm. so what we can do now is when someone sees something on Instagram um and they want to purchase it they can either go to our website it might be listed there but since we do get new items in daily that's kind of hard for our business but they just dm us that they want us um that they want it we send them the shipping cost and they can purchase it right there hmm. so i think being able to have that brick and mortar and having your online presence is is being present online within your store so doing okay. stories daily reaching people online, showing your vignettes, showing your style online while you're in your store working. That's what mm -hmm. we do. And so you're being able to sell them to people that are states away, but you're also catering to your in-person customers as well. Right, right. And you do that very well without it feeling like you're simply always advertising, if you know what I mean. Yes. And that's the thing too. I think people want to see the, the heart and soul behind your store. And again, like I said, at the beginning of this episode with you, I, we are able to do a lot of this with a lot of help in the beginning of the found cottage. I was there every day and I had to be there to open the doors. And since then we've been able to grow this really cool community at the found cottage where I can step away and I can do more things at the farm and I can blog more. So without a great support system and community and um, workers and creatives, that wouldn't be possible. So in the beginning, it's going to look different for everyone starting a brick and mortar um, until, you know, you can grow employees because that's our biggest overhead, of course, is employees. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's just an investment um, that you need to decide to make or maybe you want to be at the brick and mortar every day. You know, that's everyone has a different journey with that. Sure. Um, but for us, we have a great community there. And with that comes a lot of different um, creative, like creative outlets for people. So we have some employees that like to show all the fashion off and they do that. Mm. And we have some people that like to style vignettes and they do that as well. And then when I'm there, I showcase a lot of things. So um, it's just one of those things where people want to see the heart and soul behind your business. So telling them, you know, your story of how you started, Good sharing point. what you're passionate about um, and showcasing items while you're being helpful to people, you know, this is how I would style this. This is how I would pair this with this. People want to learn something when they go online. And so incorporating that all together, um, people love that. Yeah. And like I said, you do it so well. I love it. Um, okay. So if people have been following you for years and they're catching this episode, because of course they're going to listen because they love Liz Marie and they have to hear what she's saying, right? <laughs> What is something you could tell them that they have no idea about you? This is always a hard one for me. I have a couple, but I feel like I've used my first one a little okay. too often. So people probably know that about me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll get, I'll give you two because okay. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they will. Sounds good. But, um, one of my things is, and that I never really talk about, I guess, on my platforms is that I am a huge true crime buff like I, that's all ah. i listen to is true crime constantly. i didn't know that so. okay well there you go Podcasts, 
And um, I, a true crime, everything. That's all I'm doing at all hours of the day. And also <laughs> um, like, I'm a huge like audiobook fan. And so my whole like audible library is all like crime novels and things like that. So <laughs> I, that's kind of what I'm into. Okay. Um, but another thing is that um, before doing all of this, I was a barista for many years. I worked oh. at um, a lot of like little coffee shops and that was my all-time favorite job like I dream of like in some capacity having a coffee shop whether we open a store here like on the farm or we have a coffee shop at the store it's just kind of a dream of mine and I love doing it because I think it's like being able to connect with people um, mm -hmm. while you're making their coffee and just like hearing about their day and their lives and yep. you get to know people. So that is another factor. That's really cool. I agree hundred percent that there's something about sitting down with somebody with like a hot cup of tea or a hot cup of coffee. It's just, it's a different way to communicate. And I'm yeah. positive you are going to incorporate that with your shop in no time. I'm sure. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Okay. Well, if anybody is catching this episode and for some reason they do not yet have a copy of Cozy like Cottage or your brand new children's book, We Belong to Each Other, what is the best place for them to go to grab a copy? You can find them both anywhere where books are sold, Amazon, Target, Walmart, Barnes and Noble, um, Christian bookstores, Baker Books, um, anywhere books are sold, you can find our books at. Awesome. All right. Well, yeah. thank you so much for taking time out of, by the way, your birthday week to talk to me. Happy birthday coming up. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. Thursday, the big three, three. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. when this comes out on Sunday, you'll be 30 years old and three days. So I'll be living my 33 year old life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Liz, this has been so much fun. Thanks so much for joining me. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, there you have it, guys. I really hope you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed chatting with Liz Marie. She was fantastic. Um, if for some reason you have not yet met Liz Marie, please check out the show notes for links to all the different places where you can connect with her. Also, while you're there, be sure to check out a couple other links. Everything that has been referenced in this entire season that I am recording as an inspiration and a fun behind the scenes glance at how to be successful at online content creation. So all of the things that I've been referencing and that my guests have been referencing are all itemized for you at one page, solelyrested.com slash create. And with every new episode, that page gets updated. So be sure to check it out. Also, if you'd like to connect with some of my absolute favorite small businesses, as an effort to help them during this difficult time for small business in general, and as just a really fun thing to offer you guys, I have a page that I've collected lots of special offers and coupons on items that I absolutely love from companies that I love doing business with. Solelyrested.com slash coupons, and you'll find all that information. Again, solelyrested.com slash coupons. Okay, so now I want to give a quick shout out to today's listener. Quilton Mommy left this review over on iTunes. By the way, if you want to take a second to do that, I would be so happy to see your thoughts on not only this episode, but the podcast in general. Quilton Mommy says, exactly what I was looking for. This series is exactly what I've been looking for. Thank you for sharing tips on the business of content creation. Well, thank you, Quilt and Mommy, for leaving the review. And thank you for showing up here at the podcast, guys, because 
This wouldn't be any fun or even worth doing, of course, without you guys. So thank you, and I hope everything is fantastic in your neck of the woods.